standing why don't you take your bibles we're going to one of our common scripture in the book of Amos chapter 3 verse 7 Concerning the pattern of God, and that's what we want us to want to look at. Amasi Yawa Obuna B Kungeri Katonda Jagin do Kola Mwebi into ye Twagalok to no lida kora Amasi Sleoksatu. Uh, we, for, for the sake of our reading tonight, we shall just read verse 7, then be Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Amen. Lord Jesus, we commit this scripture that we have read and preaching of your word tonight into your hands. We commit ourselves into your hands. Pray that you will come to encourage us. We go into a little Bible study tonight. It will be a time of blessing. For each and every one of us. And those that will listen to this service hereafter. In your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, you may be seated. So, I will just, I want to greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nice to see you. I've made it tonight. And so I I have a lot to cover and I'll just go straight into the scripture. Uh, I'm requesting uh, the people this side if you can check this side, it's wonderful at least for tonight. Amen. God bless you. And so tonight I'm going to speak on a major prophet. Minor prophet. And a gift of prophecy. Did you hear that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we will understand as we go along. I know someone interpreted it as Nabi Omukul and Nabi Omuto. So there, there, there are many interpretations to it, but uh, 
like Brother Martin said, we want to look at a major prophet or a prophet of the age. And then a, a minor prophet. Uh, do not explain it yet because mm. that would be a wrong explanation. Just a prophet. That is better. And a gift of prophecy. The prophetic or prophecy is a wonderful thing to the church, a wonderful gift to the church in general. And Brother Ken spoke, spoke about a voice on Sunday. And he, he, he spoke about the, the, the voice of the prophet. That we should hear the voice. Whenever God sends a prophet, he expects us to hear his voice. But you see, this word has been used and misused in our generation that we do not uh, understand its meaning anymore. Until that some people are really allergic to it. And they do not want to hear it. Because to them, a prophet is somebody who deceives others and takes their money in the name of speaking in the name of the Lord. Especially in our generation and more so here in Uganda. We have a lot of people calling themselves prophets. And others even call themselves major prophets. And so then you do not understand, but I want us to look at this in a scriptural point of view. Does God still use prophets? Are prophets biblical? Does prophets still happen today? What is prophecy anyway? But I would like us to see that in the book of Amos, he begins by saying, surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secret Unto his servants, the prophets. So now in every generation, and I would like you to follow me closely. Because we will be doing some quotes and scriptures. And uh, on Wednesday, we usually have a Bible study, whatever you want to call it. But I hope that we all have our spiritual antennas tuned tonight. Amen. Are you all right, brother? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. In every generation, God sends a prophet. If you believe that, say amen. Before anything major occurs, God sends a prophet to warn the people. You see, that is a pattern of God and it has never changed. If God used the prophets in the old times, he uses a prophet today. To Israel, one 
once they had a prophet and his name was prophet Samuel that was the first prophet in Israel during the days when they had already moved and uh, they they reached a time and they wanted a king like the people of the land the promised land and they said we want a king to rule us just like in other kingdoms but initially the plan and the pattern of god was to lead his people by a prophet so in the message preparation brother vanam says now a seer or a vision seer or a prophet whatever you want to call it a prophet is a compound word just like sanctification is a compound word. It means cleaned and set aside for service. And so there is many words, and especially in English, the words that are compound. But a prophet means to give personal experience under inspiration. Or to foresee something. To give a personal experience under inspiration. Under that falls many things. Like a preacher. A preacher is a prophet. When, when, when a preacher is preaching under inspiration, he's no longer speaking his words, but actually is prophesying over you. That is why when we are hearing the preaching of the word, we say amen because we take it like a prophecy. So you see, that is under inspiration. But also, a, a, a prophecy could mean, or a prophet is somebody that foresees something. And also, in another message here, the identification of Christ in all ages, he says, in the beginning, he spoke to the prophets, and the word of the Lord came to the prophet. And the prophet being able to foretell divine things, and it happened just like that, was his identification. A prophet or seer means one who forth tells or tells forth. And also is a divine interpreter of the written word. Anybody knows, anybody that knows that knows what a prophet means. Now, the English word prophet means a preacher. Just anybody preaching is a prophet. 
But I see of the Old Testament, which was referred to as a prophet. He was the one that foresaw things. He said, if there be one among you who is spiritual or a prophet, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him. And what he says shall come to pass. When and what he says, if it comes to pass, then hear him. Actually, the Old Testament, if somebody came up and said, I am a prophet and I'm, and I'm speaking in the name of the Lord, and he said something, and it never came to pass, they stoned him to death. Because a prophet had to be a seer. The word of the Lord came to him. And none of what he said was doubted or supposed to be doubted. Everything he said was, Thus saith the Lord. It was perfect even before he said it. Because it did not come from him, but it came from the Lord. But here he says, but if it doesn't come to pass, then don't hear that prophet. Because he is prophesying falsely. But if I have sent him, that will be my identification. What he says will come to pass. He is born in the world. He is ordained for ordained of God to do that. Because gifts and callings are without repentance. They are ordained of God. So, how, how we are going to look and address this tonight, we are going to, to cut it into three phases. I'd like us to first of all look at our prophet, then we look at a minor prophet, and then we look at, at the gift of prophecy if time will allow. Then we see the differences and what works when and what we have in our generation and what we must have in our time. How many I expect on tonight? Amen. This is a good subject for us as believers of the message to look at tonight. Now in the message, our hope is in God. But the Banam says, there never was in the age any two major prophets on the earth at one time. There were many minor prophets. But there were one major prophet. And Elijah was the prophet until Elisha came. Then when Elijah was taking off a portion, another portion of Elijah's spirit, Elijah, uh, rather Elijah's spirit came upon Elisha. Now, we want to see the first thing is when looking at a major prophet, there is usually in every generation one major prophet. 
God has to send one. According to Amos 3, what did he say? Surely the Lord God will do nothing. But what will he do? He will send his servants, the prophet. So before any major thing happened on earth, before anything major happened, God sent a prophet. And this prophet would come and foretell and warn people because God does not bring a man to judgment uh, before warning him. God is a merciful and righteous judge. He cannot charge you before warning you. He cannot destroy you before warning you. If God wanted to destroy you, first of all, he must have to warn you. And even this generation, destruction will not come before God brings a warning to the generation. In the days of Noah, before the floods came, God sent Noah. Amen. In every generation, God sends a messenger that, that warns the people to run from the wrath that is to come. In the days of Noah, God destroyed the earth with water. But in the end time, he promised to destroy the world with fire. If God sent a prophet before water destroyed the earth, so what makes you think he will not now send another prophet before he destroys the world with fire? And now I know people usually say, you know, God used prophets before Jesus Christ. And after Jesus, there is no prophet. But the Bible I read tells me that our God is the same and He never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God of uh, the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New. What He did then, He will do today and He will do tomorrow. If he used a prophet then, he will always use a prophet. Because whatever he thinks is perfect the first time he thought it. He doesn't change. He doesn't edit his thinking. That's why the Bible the, the Bible does not have another edition. The Bible is the, is the one true word of God. People can write many versions of it. According to their understanding. But this Bible. Is one, it's the word of God that does not change. Whatever it requires then. It requires today. And so we see that God uses major prophets in every generation. 
There is a Moses. He was a major prophet. Samuel. Samuel. Nathan. Nathan. Isaiah. Isaiah. Uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Daniel. Daniel. Elijah. Elijah. We can go on and on. And these were all prophets in a generation. And God did not use a Daniel and an Isaiah in the same generation. He did not use a Samuel and a Moses at the same time. In one generation, he sends one prophet with one message, with one way. Hallelujah. Amen. And now, these major prophets are not made prophets by study or theology. These major prophets do not learn to prophesy from others. These major prophets do not say what somebody else say. These major prophets hear directly from God. And they always are not popular with what they say. And people always run and shun what they have to say. Because whatever they say is not what they popular, you know what the other people are saying. It's not popular opinion. So if, if there are people in any generation that believe a prophet message, believe me, brother, sister, they will be unpopular. There will be the minority. They will not be accepted. Why? Because they have had a message directly from the throne of God. And the prophet that prophesied to them was not speaking here, say, or theology or his ideas. He was speaking, thus saith the Lord. And even he himself, the man, he could have died if he did not give that prophecy. Because these prophets are born to the earth. With one one purpose is to hear from God and to tell it. If you, we, we can look at one by one. Anybody that tried to run away from that calling. God dealt with them bitterly. And even after that they had to go and tell. Because they were born prophets. They were not made prophets. They were just anointed with the spirit of prophecy. They were born to prophesy. Speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me even go ahead of myself a little bit. 
We are glad in our generation that we are not hearing the message of a man. We have not heard from a man. We have not heard from a man that has gone to theology. Let me tell you the end time message is not someone's theology. It is not someone's hearsay. It's not even the opinion of William Branham. The message we believe is that saith the Lord. It is vindicated. It is proven. God is behind it. And there is no doubt about it. And we can never doubt that voice. Because God himself has come down and proved it is the answer from the mind of God. Whenever prophets speak, their words, their voice, their message is the answer from the mind of God. Hallelujah. They are born prophets. In the message of Dr. Moses, Brother Banam says, and now when Moses came on the scene, he couldn't help being a Moses. He was just born a God sent him down and gave him life on earth. And all the pharaohs in the world couldn't have killed him. He was God's prophet. Hallelujah. And whenever God sends these men, God uses them. And when their work is done, then they expire. It doesn't matter how they die. Because their work is done. When John the Baptist came on the scene, he gave his prophecy. He gave his message. And his voice was the voice of God. And when the man finished his prophecy, you know what happened to him? They killed him. They cut off his neck put on a saucepan to please a little girl. And let me tell you, that did not change the plan of God. Because the prophecy of, of, of John was finished. God was finished with him. Amen. When William Branham came in our day, something, he gave, it is the something, he gave his prophecy. He spoke the word of God. A drunken driver. A little boy. Killed him. A little girl. Asked for Johnny's head. A little boy. Asked for William Branham's head. But that did not change the word of God. Because their work on earth was done. Hallelujah. Amen. A prophet is like a soldier. Amen. Amen. He doesn't have his own name. He speaks in the name of God. And when God is done with him, he takes him anyway. And Elijah decided, he decided to fly him away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 
others. He decided to kill them in cold blood. Others, they were crushed by the temptation. You know, let me tell you, God is God. And no man can question God. And you hear many times people say, Oh, so and so was not a prophet because of the way they died. That is not how you vindicate a prophet. You must know your Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah You know, Jeremiah was one of the major prophets. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Hallelujah. Amen. The prophets did not need the ordination of the council. The prophets did not need, you know, the crowning of the society or the denomination. The prophets of God came out of nowhere. Bring the word of God. And then disappeared. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody can figure out God. A prophet only comes to speak the mind of God. And a major prophet is born a prophet. And here is the vindication of the major prophet. Deuteronomy 18:15. It says, Agamba, the Lord the Lord thy God will raise up Unto thee, a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. Echama teka kumina mnana kumina tano, wagamba wiwati. Mukama katonda wo, alikuyi mwasiza napi wakati wo, kubaganda wo, afana nanganze, oyo kwe, oyo kwe muriulida. Praise the name of the Lord. Here is Moses. And Moses as a prophet, he was prophesying. And he was saying, there will one day be another prophet. Like unto me, a brother like you, one of you, Remember that God told Moses, you will not be only a prophet to them, but you will be God. And so he was a prophet. God. And now here he was giving a prophecy. The Lord God will raise up another prophet God from your ministry. I've heard some people say that, that that was Brother Branham. No, it wasn't. That was Jesus. Jesus was a prophet God. He was a hundred percent like us, man. But he was God a hundred percent. Hallelujah. Amen. And here when Jesus came on the scene, he came like a prophet, son of God, our brother, like unto us. 
And when he came in John 14, 11, he says, believe that I am in the Father. And the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works. Did you see how vindicated, uh, how prophets have vindicated? He said, Here I am. I have come. I'm the one Moses spoke about. Before Abraham was I am. Hallelujah. And he tried to show them he was God. But again, he, he told them he was the son of man. He was man. So what was he trying to say? He was going to declare that I am the prophet God that Moses spoke about. But did they understand it? Did they believe it? They did not understand it. They did not understand him. In the book of John chapter 1, the Bible says, he came among his own. But his own received him not. But to as many as received him, then he gave them power to become the son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But here, Jesus is saying, at least if you can't believe what I'm saying, let me show you the proof. I am he that was to come. Here are the works. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. A prophet, a true prophet of God comes to fulfill that which was written of him. He comes to fulfill scripture. And that's the vindication of a true prophet. His works identify him. Do you understand that? Shout amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 11 2. Now, when John had heard, when John had heard, I want you to get it in the, in the Bible. I have a very big Bible in, 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 your, in your place. It says, Matthew 11, 2 says, Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come? Oh, do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. Naiyo kana boyawudida boyawudida mukomera ebikorabia Kristo na tumabaygirizwavi okugambanti kwe uyo aja oba tulindirino mulala Yesu nadamu na bagamanti mudeyo mumutegeze. The blind receive their sight. And the lame walk. The leapers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. What did the scriptures say that when the Messiah comes, will do? Did they say that when the Messiah comes, will do? 
If you know your Bible very well, in the book of Isaiah chapter 61, we will not turn there, but you can read it later. He says that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, and he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. You know, and he talked about setting free the captives. He talks about, you know, uh, you know, uh, giving the sight to the blind. And now here Jesus, when, the, when John was in the prison, he sent the people to go and ask whether Jesus was that prophet which he expected to come. I wanted to, to really think about this for a moment. A man who declared that this is Jesus, the Messiah, is now doubting him. And he's telling his followers, go and find out whether he's the one. But just go and ask him directly. It seems as though he has now become like a Pharisee. Because he had things that made him doubt it. If he was the one, how come I'm in prison? Sure, can he let me die here? I believe if the Messiah was to come, the Messiah would do would open the prison to those who are in prison. He would, he would set them free. He would liberate How can I be in prison? Go and find out, boy. And go and prove to me. Let him assure you whether he is the right one that I announced to the people. So that if he's not the right one, then I can apologize. I give a public apology. Before I die. Probably that's what John was thinking. But when he reached where Jesus was, Jesus did not begin giving a sermon of who he was. I am major one. I am prophet. I am apostle. You find all those little creatures <laughs> pumping their chests. It doesn't matter how, how many follow them. It could be a million. But if you if you they bump their chest and they say they are the one, that's a clear sign they are not the one. And you should not hear them. Because a true vindicated man of God will never at any time preach himself. But do you know the vindication of that man? It will be the works that he has done. Does it speak of, of, of him? Does it declare him? Or not? And so here comes uh, Jesus. He didn't begin pumping his chest. I am the one. Let me do some, some kind of uh, 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 magic for you. So you can see that I am the one. I am a God prophet. He didn't do that. And he didn't even do the things he 
he could have done. But he did the things that was written about him. You have to understand that we as children of God are not supposed to do things that are are not written of us. We as children of God are here to fulfill that which was written about us. Moses was supposed to fulfill that which was written about him. Even, the brother Banham said, even if there were, I don't know how many pharaohs, they could not finish him. And still the purpose of God was accomplished. And we as the bride of Christ, we have to fulfill every scripture about that. And I don't care how many Laodicians, they cannot finish us. They cannot finish this prize until everything that is written about us is done. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you one of the things that are written about us. You heard it on Sunday. Our hearts must be turned. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether the devil likes it or not, our hearts must be turned. We must manifest Christ. We must bring forth his nature, his life. Praise the name of the Lord. And Jesus was standing there. And he, he called a sick. Prayed for them. He went to the lame, prayed for them. He went to the blind, prayed for them. The leapers cleansed them. The deaf heard. The dead were raised. The lame walked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The gospel was preached. And then he said. Young men, go back to John. Tell him what you have heard and seen. People said that William Branham, brother, give me a little more voice here. They said that William Branham called himself Elijah. Show me any scripture where William Branham, or any quote, because all the messages of William Branham are recorded. Show me one quote. You have never seen it. Where Brother Branham called himself the Elijah prophet. He doesn't call himself that. He doesn't even need to call himself that. But do you know what? We are those boys. We have seen. And we have heard. And we can go back to the rest and say, William Branham was the Elijah that was preparing our hearts, starting our hearts, but the faith of the Pentecostal part. He is the major prophet in our generation. He didn't say it, but we can say it because it has been vindicated. Hallelujah. The only way to vindicate a major prophet is whether or not he fulfills what is written of him. Hallelujah. 
Let me ask you a question, child. How many of you were in the denominations? Raise Hallelujah. How many of you whose hearts were turned? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There is your vindication. What turned your heart? Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. And his message will turn the hearts of the children back to the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Our hearts have been turned. And the devil is too late to tell us we have not received that Elijah because our hearts have already been crushed by the message of this Elijah. And therefore, we can say Elijah has come. The Amen. major prophet of our generation. It's not even about him, it's about his voice. A major prophet is a word prophet. A divine interpreter of the word of God. The word of God comes to him. There are repercussions if you do not listen to him. Now before God does anything in a generation, he sent a major prophet. And that's, that's your major prophet. Praise the name of the Come Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us take a little time to look at a major prophet, a major a minor prophet, and then we'll come back to this. Does it mean that because there is a major prophet in a generation. God does not use others as prophets. No. God uses others. Also. In the message proving his word, he says to watch when they go to Kadesh Panea. At Kadesh Panea, Moses sent out one of, the, of each tribe to go spy out the land. See which way they was to enter. And he sent his general Joshua. Which was a prophet. Did you hear that? So he sent a minor prophet under Moses. And Joshua listened to Moses and they sent him out. So he said, go over and spy that land out. Now, God sent Moses, the God prophet, the major prophet. And then he sent a Joshua. And a Moses. Joshua was there the whole time. Did you know that? Joshua was there the whole time. But he did not get to prophesy. Much. During the time of prophet Moses. Even if he did, it is not recorded. What is important is the message of the major prophet. The message of the minor prophet is to individuals or individual churches or individual areas or certain things. But 
the message of the major prophet is the is a message to the whole world bubera bubaka bwansiona the whole world ensiona the whole world has to hear that message ensiona never know what you're the whole world has to believe that message ensiona you know kids over and if they don't believe it there is repercussion for that ukiriza ebifamwe bibibi babino pera but a minor prophet wabula nabi ali wansoyo and I gave a prophecy to this church. Whether the others don't even get to hear about it, it doesn't matter. It's just for our little assembly. Maybe God can use me or God can use somebody else to give a message to Uganda. Such and such will happen. They don't even need to be believers of the message. Gifts and callings of God are without repentance. And so don't think that this idea of prophets is, is supposed to be those in your circles or those that believe what you believe. That's why many people did not believe William Branham. Because he did not come from their groups. You know, he didn't come from their group. And yet he went in every one of their groups. Until one time they were so confused. That is the Brother Branham. Okay, Branham. The oneness we are saying. The oneness we are saying. Are you one of us really? If you are one of us, what are you doing with those Twitterians? And then the full gospel we are also saying. Ah, Brother Branham. Yes, we have, we have accepted that you are a prophet of God. But you must make a choice. Be with us or with them. And one day they met in a group. And the oneness were here and the Trinitarians were here. And William Branham was there in the middle. And each of them was tearing him apart. They said, today, make a decision. Are you with us or with them? And he told them, I want to show you, brethren, that both of you are wrong. And I am right. He said, you, Trinitarian, you want to make God like as if he's a bunch of grapes. You, you, you want to say that is a, there is a separate God who is the Father, and a separate God who is the Son, and a separate God who is the Holy Ghost. And when you baptize, you baptize wrong. You want to baptize calling the name of each of those three gods. And you are, you are mistaken to think that Father, Son, Holy Ghost are his name. He said you are wrong on that. I don't agree with you. And it's to you, my oneness brother. You understand that God is one. And you believe that. And I believe that too. But you are wrong when it comes to baptism. 
Because you simply baptize in the name of Jesus. He said, Jesus is the man. But we know that Jesus was more than a man. He, he, he has a title. He's God himself. And so he was the Lord. Jesus. And he was also Christ. And so he says, Me, I, 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 I don't believe your baptism. I, I baptize the name of Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the interpretation of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And all the oneness were scratching their heads. And the Trinitarians were scratching their heads. And he's still associated with all of them. Because he was a prophet. He was sent to all of them. A prophet comes from no denomination and a prophet is sent to all denominations. A prophet is not sent to start another denomination. A prophet is sent to bring a message to all the people of the world. And his message must believe, be believed on by everyone who cares to hear. That's why, listen, church, we are non-denominational. Some people say that our denomination is the entire message believers. Oh, sorry for you. The message of a prophet can never be a denomination. We are non-denominational. We receive everyone and everybody who cares to hear. Do you believe that, child? That's why I let them come, they are dressed naked. Let them come. They are, they are smoking. Let them come. They are having rosaries. Let them come. If what we preach here is the message, the message will correct the error. We cannot. Our church cannot. Because we are just like the rest of them. But we have a message. And that message has power. It will correct the error in everybody and anybody. Who cares to hear this? Message? Praise the name of the Lord. And so you see that then there's a minor prophet. When there was a Moses, there was a Joshua. When there was a Jeremiah, there was an Obadiah. And there were these many, many of the minor prophets. And, and, and there was Elijah. And then there was Elisha. There was an Isaiah. There was a Micah. There was a Paul. Hallelujah. Amina. And there was Agabus. Are you following me? Are you following me? We still have a few more minutes now. China, so we are still on the second one now. And I will read your quote here. In the message it shall be even as it was told me. Says, I thought of Agabus. A vindicated prophet of God. Came down from Jerusalem seeing Paul, perhaps standing in the yard there, and walked over and pulled the large guard of string from around him, tied his hand, and said, Thus saith the Lord. Yafeye Yerusalem, Nadja, Nasinkana, 
Paulo, Goria, where I married the Murujan, Amskamom, Sipinagamba, what? Now, where's Sivanagamba, what? While get a Mukama. Hallelujah. Amen. The man that he, he, the man, and here he was his prophecy. The man that this has bound will be bound in chains when he gets to Jerusalem. Seeing the visions of the people, then to read of Paul's storms, he told them, said, don't lose uh, uh, from this place and go because it will be to your harm. Now, we all know that when Paul reached in Jerusalem, he was bound in chains. And here is a Paul, a major prophet. Paul was a major prophet. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. And he had already given his prophecy, the, the word, and set it in order. And then here comes another one, Agabus. He was anointed. And Brother Banam calls him the vindicated prophet of God. But make no mistake. He was a minor prophet. And as you see, his message was simply coming to one man, Paul. To another one. To another one. Not to the whole generation. So his message is not even implicative. It's not, rather, it's not. Uh, uh, there's no repercussions to his message. You know, it was just like informing Paul. But Paul already had seen it in a vision. So you understand. So these prophets are prophets who are anointed to give the prophets. In Acts chapter 21, it says, And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. But what to Acts 20, 21 to 10. 21 10. But what are you in Nakunji, Ebu Yudaya? Never you Agabo, Nagama, Tukuvu, Siba, Praise the name of the Lord. So that was a prophet Agabus. And in the message, um, demonology, religious realm, it says, now you said, well, the prophets are the are the Old Testament. Oh no. The New Testament had prophets. Now Agabus was a New Testament prophet. Look at the spirit of prophecy falling down there and telling Paul about it. 
There he came Agabus down from Jerusalem and found Paul and tied his girdle around him and turned over and said, Thus saith the Lord, the man that wore this will be bound in chains when he gets to Jerusalem. And Agabus, who stood up and told, foretold what would take place, he was a prophet. And listen to what Brother Banam is saying. Not a man with the gift of prophets. But he was a prophet. How many understand that? So even in the New Testament, we have people who are prophets. Just like we have pastors, apostles, teachers, we also have the office of prophets. Men and women who are supposed to be prophets. But listen, not major prophets. These two are born prophets. And they can prophesy in the name of the Lord. That saith the Lord. They are born with that gift. It's within them. Praise the name of the Lord. Agabus is an example. And like Agabus and Paul, we in this time have received a major prophet. And there are many other minor prophets like Agabus. But you see, we must follow the message of the major prophet of the generation. The minor prophets address matters not necessarily binding an entire generation. How many have ever read in the message where Brother Barnum said that his son Joseph would be a prophet? Anybody? Okay. You ought to read the message. Brother Barnum says it in many, many messages. Before even the birth of Joseph. Joseph he says, Joseph will be my son, Joseph will be a prophet. God promised me Joseph. He will be a prophet. And even after the birth, when he was uh, 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 dedicating him, he said, my son, Joseph, you will be a prophet. And you take after me after I'm gone. And many other times he continued saying that my son, Joseph, is a prophet. And so right now there is a or movement of people intending to put him on the whole world for us to follow him as a prophet. I believe that Brother Joseph is a prophet because it was even given by prophecy that he will be a prophet. And I believe everything Brother Barnum says. Do you believe it? Go and search it out. I would have read it out for you here, but I have a lot to cover. But that does not necessarily mean that he is a major problem. Right? Mean. 
we cannot have two major prophets in, the, in our generation. Remember this prophet of our time was supposed to come and his message would take us to the rapture. So between this message and the rapture, there is no other message. There is no other message. And this message we have received. It. And yes, there are many other prophets, including Brother Joseph and many others who are real uh, gifted men, real prophets. I was in Nigeria and I sat next to a brother. And this brother uh, kind of started to prophesy. He prophesied. He prophesied without finishing. He was speaking of my life. He prophesied things to me very truthy. So I noticed he was a believer and he was a prophet. Praise the name of the Lord. Do we believe in prophets? Prophets still are in existence. Hallelujah. But not a major prophet. If anybody is a prophet, now he is an Agabus. Hallelujah. And you are not supposed to follow his message like life and death. Why? Because you already have a message by another major prophet of your generation. And that is the basis of whether you will make it to the rapture or not. Right now, I'm a prophet. I'm prophesying over you. Amen. But you see, what I'm preaching, I am not a major prophet. I am a minor prophet. Only here in Namgongo. You see? America or some other place, or even, or, or even in, in Mubende. They will not be affected by my message. But all of us are affected by this message. The end time message of the major prophet. But every small place, there is a prophet God has blessed there. We should hear those minor prophets. And their messages will edify us. But their message must be filtered through the major message of the major prophet. Amen. So if a pastor comes and says, I'm the prophet here, and then he begins to preach things that are not in the message of the hour. Not in the Bible. Then you have already known him. Apostle Paul said, mark them. But also there is another level of prophecy. Not a major prophet. Not a minor prophet. But can prophesy. You see, now this is a gift of prophecy. It's among the nine spiritual gifts. 
And this is what you find in many of the Pentecostals. And they mistake it for prophecy, for a prophet. So, let me let, let us go through this, then we shall conclude after that. Now, a greater than Solomon is here. Now, there is a lot of difference between a gift of prophecy and a prophet. A gift of prophecy may be on one night, on, on one tonight. Uh -huh. And never again. On another, the next night. It's them nine spiritual gifts that works in the body. But a prophet is born a prophet. All down through their life, it's a thus is the Lord. A gift of prophecy has to be judged. You see? Someone just walk over to you and prophesy over you. It's all right. Always receive prophecy, by the way. Always receive prophecy. Don't be stingy. No, that's not the, the right word. Don't be stiff. Stiff. Stiff necked. Whereby, when you begin to sense the things of the spirit, this brother is making himself spiritual. Don't do that. We should be, because Brother Barnum says, the true church must identify itself with the church of the book of Acts. If they prophesy then they will prophesy today. It is the something. That we have the end time message does not mean that the gifts of the spirit have gone away. No. As a matter of fact, they, they have all come back now. In their full power. And if they are not in any church, that church is dead. Those gifts must be there. The manifestation of the spirit must be there. In every believer's church. Hallelujah. How many believe that? If they are not there, that means people are not yielding enough for they are not believing them anymore. But here he says that you see, this gift of prophecy must be, must be judged. And then he says, but you've never seen anybody stand before Isaiah or Jeremiah to judge them. No, but the Bible said, if one prophesies, let two or three judge whether it is right or not. See, because Satan can sleep in there. Yes. Mm. Now, we have nine spirit, spiritual gifts. In the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, we have the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, this uh, designing of spirits, prophecy, 
Diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues, faith, healing, and working of miracles. Are you following me? Are you here, church? The these are the things that make us believers. Praise the Lord. And so now, the, these gifts are classified in three major categories. We have gifts of revelation. Then gifts of inspiration. And then there the, are the also gifts of power. And the gifts of revelation are word of wisdom. God reveals something to you on how to go about very serious matters. There are people who are gifted have wisdom. Like Solomon. He was gifted with wisdom. No, this is my baby. And I said, no, it's mine. Say, so this baby is Everybody, mine, mine, mine. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Give me a sword. I'll split this baby into two. And each of you can take a piece. And each of you can take a piece. <laughs> no, okay, no. If that is the case, then let that woman take the baby. And the other woman said, Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And now the king who had the gift of wisdom said, Here is my judgment. This is the right mother of the And that one is a liar. Why? Because the right mother of the baby will have affection towards her baby and will want the baby to live. But the wrong mother, she's just having a bad heart because her baby is dead. Also wants this one to die. That's wisdom. Now that's it. Revelation. Yes, there's a word of knowledge. It's revelation. And people mis mistook and misunderstood what Brother Barnum had, and they thought he had word of knowledge. Brother Barnum did not, what he had was more than word of knowledge. What he had was discernment of people's hearts. Not even spirits, but hearts. Designer. So what he had was the sign of the Messiah. So it was not only a gift of revelation. Then, of course, the designment of spirits. So those three are. Uh, can be categorized as such. Then there are those three which come by inspiration. What I call the inspirational gifts. You know, that's prophecy. Now, prophecy, you don't, you don't give prophecy by thinking. You just think and then you give a prophecy. If you have ever given a prophecy, or ever received a prophecy, you will notice Oh, that is also speaking in tongues. And the interpretation of tongues. And giving a prophecy. These three are not brought in a dry way. 
You understand? The word of knowledge or wisdom. Everybody's dry. They may even be laughing. But one of them has a gift. You understand? I believe when, when, when Solomon passed the judgment, many people must have laughed. <laughs> But the gift of prophecy, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, this is inspirational. It comes with inspiration. You know, when a preacher stands here, he has, he's having a gift of prophecy. He, he must be inspired. You know, it's not dry. It comes with inspiration. It comes with anointing. It, it's not from him. It is from the Lord. According to your prayer, and whenever it comes, it also inspires you. Now Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You have been inspired inspired one of them is the gifts of prophecy. Now this is different. Someone can have a gift of prophecy and not be a prophet. I'll give you examples here. Caiaphas was one of them. Hallelujah. Amen. I wanted to hear the prophecy Caiaphas gave. And one of them in John 11, 49. And one of them named Caiaphas being the high priest that same year said unto them, ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation perish not. Na ye ye omu kubo kayafa e alikabona singo bukuru mumwa kogo. Nabagama anti mwe. Nabagama anti mwe. Temuri koche mumani. So temurooza ngachibagwani te omuntu omu afidi labantu. Ne gwanga yona lide moku vura. So, he was speaking to his fellow Pharisees. Uh, 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 he was the head of all of them. This was the head of the people that killed Jesus. He was a very rudimentary man. He was, he was not good. Only that he was the high priest. But the anointing came upon him. I said, you know nothing at all. No consider that this is expedient for us. That one man should die for the people. And the whole nation perished. The man who should even have added that, say the Lord. 
And that was the only time Caiaphas ever prophesied. <laughs> and the Bible says, and this spake he not of himself, but being the high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. Bible gamba, Hallelujah. Amen. This head of the Pharisees, the high priest himself gave a prophecy. Can we now call him Prophet Caiaphas? No way. He only prophesied. A person who is not a prophet can give a prophecy by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, that's why we, we love inspired preaching. Sometimes if you receive inspired preaching, sometimes you feel the fire bubbling up in your chest. Sometimes when you feel that, don't hold it. Burst out, burst out. And sometimes you may find it is a prophecy. So the prophets can be given by the good and the bad. <laughs> That's why it has to be judged. Whether it is right or wrong. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, I love the Lord. Don't you love the Lord? I'll give another example here. Saul and his messenger. He wanted to kill David. And hear this. In First Samuel chapter 19, verse 18. So David fled and escaped. And he came to Samuel to Ramah and told him that all Saul had done to him. And he and so Samuel went and dwelt in Nile. And it was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is at Nile in Ramah. And Saul sent messengers to David. And when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, <laughs> And uh, excuse me, and Samuel standing as appointed over them, the spirit of the Lord was upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. Awadawudi <laughs> I wanted to see these were soldiers. And I believe they even maybe had swords. They had gone either to, they were sent to go catch him alive or dead. Because remember, Saul was threatened that this boy was going to take over his kingdom. Alive or dead, order is given. The boy is like dogs ran to go and fight. And Saul had hid with Samuel. I mean, David was hidden with Samuel. And when the boy, when the, 
you know, Samuel was a prophet. Samuel And I believe there were many other minor prophets there. And David was a prophet too. Do you believe that? So these were all in one company. And they were prophesying. That's why Brother Banam says that he says people who are with gifts come early in the church. Be in prayer. You know, right in that, in that prayer, God can reveal certain things. And, and so there were prophecies going forth. And so these boys, they come with swords. Where is David? And as they were shouting, they noticed this were prophesying. And the spirit of God, which was upon this people. They threw the swords away. They started dancing and prophesying. That says the Lord. David is a man of God. Were they prophets? No, the spirit of prophecy had just come upon them. Let us continue. This is so amazing. And when Saul was told about this, he sent other messengers. And they prophesied also likewise. Everybody they sent there was just prophesying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has revealed to me. David, you are a man of God. David, you are the king. And whenever Saul heard that, and Saul sent messengers again the third time. Who is the most powerful here? Me. Your majesty. Send me. I'll bring that boy here. Okay, go ahead again. This is the third time. The third time is usually the perfect time. And they prophesied also. <laughs> Even those ones who the third time. So they were all there prophesying. David, hallelujah. You are the man of God. So there was a big group of younger people and old people prophesying. And David was also there sweating. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is upon <laughs> me. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Amen. Whoever reached there must have said this is like a saga. <laughs> and uh, verse 22. Then went he also to Ramah. Saul himself said, let me go myself. <laughs> Let me go myself as short as possible. And he came to a great well that is in Seku. And he asked and said, Where are Samuel and David? Where are these boys? And one said, Behold, they be at Nayoth. And he went sister to Nioth in Ramah. And the spirit of the Lord was upon him also. Hey! Saul himself! Hallelujah! Amen. In Swahili we said, Naya al-Pakwa! Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Rome Takatif. We wow. He was also filled and he was anointed with the Holy Ghost. Oh my goodness, I love this. If Saul could be anointed, what about you who are, who are the bride of Christ? Saul at that time who was a rebellious king. 
<laughs> had the spirit of the Lord, the Bible says, had left him. And this is the man who is also now receiving the anointing. So he went on also and he prophesied. And the spirit was upon him also and he went on and prophesied until he came to Nayoth in Ramah. So him, the spirit of God came upon him the moment he got to know where David and Saul and, and Samuel are. Before he even reached there, as he was walking the last 20 miles, the spirit of the Lord came upon him. God wanted to prove a point that David is my mark. And even you will prophesy on the road. <laughs> he started prophesying on the road. Hallelujah, that says the Lord. David is the man of God. David is anointed for this power. That says the Lord. Hear ye all people. And you know prophecy makes you tired. When the anointing comes upon you, you really become tired. And this man was a strong man. He started prophesying until he, from Ramah until he reached Nayos. And when he reached in, 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 in Nayos, the Bible says he stripped off his clothes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He stripped his clothes through them away. Hallelujah. Prophesy before somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. And he laid down naked all the day and all the night. Whenever they say he is somewhere also among the prophets. But now. He's the man of prophet. How can he prophesy from the road to where these people are? He even removes his clothes. And the whole night, the whole day, he's on the feet of somewhere. The anointing was on him. He was prophesying. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. I love such an anointing. Where is that anointing in the message? We need it. Hallelujah. Amen. Was it of God? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was. was a man a prophet? No. Were, were there some people who were going to judge this prophecy? Of course. Samuel was there. David was there. So they could tell the others. The man gave a true prophecy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And the man was the enemy of David. But there he was the whole night. Rolling even on the floor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David is a man of God. He's anointed for this hour. All you people, open your ears and hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. David is the man of God. That's the Lord. And everybody was shocked. Is Saul also? Has he become one of the people? 
That's how the Pentecostals are confused. When they prophesy like that, they think they are also prophets. <laughs> and they say they don't need William Branham. <laughs> And they said they don't need William Branham. We ought to stop the Holy Ghost. We cannot say professor. I don't care whether you can prophesy. Or you have the anointing. Or you dance and shout and fall and roll. You need the end time message. You need the messenger of your day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Because this man prophesied like this. He did not repress Samuel. Samuel was still there. The major prophet of the hour. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, two more scriptures and then we will die. We will be done. In Acts chapter 21 verse 7. And when we had finished our course from Tyre. We came to uh, Ptolemais and saluted the brethren and abode with them one day. And the next day, we, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea. And we entered into the house of Philip, the evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. And the same man, man had four daughters, virgins, which did profess. Netula Musa, Aboruganda, Netumara Nabo, Oruna Kurumu, Kurunako Rokubiri, Netuvaya, Netutuka, Ekaisaria, Netuyingira, Munyumba, Filippo, Omoboliziwe Wenjiri, Omo, Kuvari, Omusanvo, Netutura Naye, Nayo, Yarinaba, Walabana, Abatamani Musaja, Abala Gulanga. They were virgins. They were sisters. Gabachala, they were guards. Gabawala, and they did prophesy. Bala Gulanga. So even sisters can prophesy. This gift of prophecy can fall upon anybody. Anybody. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as it is of the Lord, God will make it fall upon anybody. Oh, brothers, you should pray for your sister, for your little daughters to be prophets. Prophetess. Let them prophesy. Let the boys prophesy. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. These things are ours. We need to be faith for our children and our grandchildren. These gifts are not only for Pentecost. Actually, the true church of Jesus Christ must emulate Pentecost. No, 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 no. It must emulate Pentecost. Not the Pentecostal denomination. Pentecost. The Pentecost of the Bible. Pentecost of the Bible. We must have that experience. Praise the name of the Lord. And these prophets are vindicated in 1 Corinthians 14.29 where he says, let them be judged. Read, read that and let us read this as the last scripture in 1 Corinthians 14.29-33. Let the prophet speak two or three and let the other judge. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. 
and for ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and, and that all may be comforted and that the spirit of prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Never nabi bogerenga babidi o baba satu nabalala baurenga nayomulala omulala nayomulala a tutte buach buabi kuriwanga e yaso se asrikenga kubanga mwenamu yinza o kuburidanga chinomu bona baigenga e rabona basanyusibwenga nemyo yo java nabi gifugi waba nabi kubanga katonda siwa kuyogana na iwa mirembe nga mukanisa zona ezaba tukufu praise the lord come prophecy bananga twegombo bonabi but we thank god for the prophet of yao era twebaza katonola nabi we kisera cha fe message of yao obaka we kisera chino without this bono betali we don't have a guiding campus. Let us stand on our feet. I hope you are blessed tonight. Who can stand against the king? No one can. No one will. Who can stand against the king? No one can, no one will. 